Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Ah, it's the John Cobell show. How are you? KFI AM 640. Stop laughing at me. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Can't blame me this time. No, I can't. Uh, I've been like this all my life. We are. This is one of those days where we got a lot of news stories tumbling on top of one another because just a short while ago the story came out about uh, Trump getting whacked in uh, New York with a civil judgment, uh, well over three hundred million dollars. We'll we'll get into that coming up in the next segment. Um, another uh, huge story all week that has been developing very slowly uh, is the Kansas City Chiefs victory parade. The the, the shooting. 22 people were shot or 23 people were shot, one killed. Uh, and who did this? Why they did it? How did the shooting unfold? The stories, uh, the, the details rather have been really sparse. Uh, I don't think uh, I'm aware of, to this moment exactly what went on there. Uh, we are going to talk now to Alex Stone um, because one of the suspects that was uh, – arrested, detained, uh, has been released. And uh, why is this? Let's get Alex on here. Hey there, John. Yeah, one of them, uh, it was three. Uh, we knew that the two of them were uh, minors. I hesitate saying children because, uh, at least definition-wise, a child is somebody up until puberty. So you see child, and you know people think it was like a seven-year-old running around with a gun. But well, these that, that were, could uh, happen. Yeah, they, they, these were older uh, teenagers, it would appear, based on those uh, who were being put into handcuffs. But police in Kansas City say that they've determined that that third person didn't have anything to do with this. But 
today the the two others, both of them who are juveniles, uh, that they were charged today. And because they are under the age of 18, most of it we will not know. We don't know who they are. We don't know what the exact charges are. We don't know how old they are. We will not be able to attend any of their hearings, any of the, the court hearings, unless they charge them as adults because, well, all of that is by law uh, sealed and, and covered because they're, they're quote-unquote children, and, and so we don't get to know any of that unless they decide to, to go uh, after them as adults. But we know they're being held in the Kansas City Juvenile Detention Center today. The charges have now been officially filed and they say more charges the the family court today this is all in family court because of their age the family court saying that more charges will likely be coming maybe murder or attempted murder if they can do that in missouri against a child but this was that moment that they allegedly opened fire at the end of the the chiefs victory parade and i mean you just you hear how many shots were being fired And then the music comes back up of the victory rally that, that was wrapping up here. But that was a gun battle that was underway. That doesn't and sound like children. Uh, apparently was. Kids, I mean, kids uh, in my neighborhood gr- growing up, I had never heard that that kind of sound. Yeah, and police said they've uh, recovered weapons. They won't say what kind. We know at least one was a handgun from witnesses when it fell out. Uh, but they believe that the two got into an argument. Guns came out. They started shooting. And then innocent victims began going down. And But again, we won't know a lot of it. We are hearing, though, today, Paul Contreras. He was one of the heroes who tackled the shooter, and the, the gun fell out. He told us this. I'm right here, and I just, I never think about it. It was just a reaction. I didn't hesitate. It was just, just do it. So I went to go tackle him, and another gentleman did the same thing. And as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket or like a Carhartt. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh, you know, we got to take this guy down. Thank goodness for those two guys, right? Yeah. I mean, that they yes. saw the, the shooter run by him. So and the guy, the guy they ta- tackled, he was the big guy that we saw in the video. Yeah, right? in the video, yeah, where you see the two guys. And Paul Contreras is one of those guys taking him down. And he was running away. He was going against the crowd running out when people were yelling, that's the guy right there, get him. And Paul Contreras and the other guy then jump on top of them. They hold them down. You see police not even noticing what was going on. They were, yeah. like, running by them and didn't see what it was. He said it felt like forever. It was probably 30 seconds. We said it felt like forever. As they're yelling, get the cops. And, yeah, cops weren't right around there. He, he said this. And then finally one cop showed up. Then another cop showed up. But we were just, all our weight was on. We couldn't let him get up. So we're just holding him down, holding him down. Finally the cops get there. And one of the, the wives of these guys picked up the gun and held it. She said she thought it was a toy at first, but it was so heavy she realized it wasn't. And then he said the cops came in and, like, jumped on this guy and told him, okay, get back, and put handcuffs on. And he said he just stood there and was like, so what do I do now? And nobody asked his name. Nobody said, stick around, give us information. So he said they had a long drive. He got his daughters and said, all right, we're out of here. And they got in their car and drove home. And that that was the end of that. But police are now thanking him that they're saying that, he was the the hero in this, one of the the heroes. So, so the and the Jackson t- County Family Court, they're they're saying that you know now the proceedings will begin, that there will be an arraignment and everything else, but we won't know it because they're under eighteen, we won't have access. So the big guy they tackled, that was a teenager. That is yeah. a teenager. Yeah, that that was uh, that was uh, somebody under eighteen years old. It, it would well, appear. If, and uh, if they're charged with murder, these two, are they going to tell the world that it's murder charges or no? 
It's a good question. We don't know. Jackson Family Court will only say right now gun charges and resisting arrest charges, but they won't say exactly what they are. What does it take for uh, the authorities to charge him as an adult? Well, they so the reason why this took so long is they were dealing with juvenile prosecutors to not that the prosecutors were young, but they deal with the kids uh, to, to figure out what was appropriate in this case. I would not be surprised if the D.A. now begins to decide now that they've got charges filed to keep these kids in custody. Well, now they decide what do they want to do? Can they go? It's going to depend on their age. If they are 11 years old, which I doubt, no. but if they are 11 years old, it's going to be harder to convince a court you can go as an adult. If they are 17, you could probably go on a murder charge, and and depending on in in Missouri how willing they are to do it, um, charge them as an adult and and go down that road, which would have a much tougher penalty with it, would make everything public. We I would just, know who they are, and we'd be able to be at all the hearings. I can't believe after hitting 23 people that this would be one of those five year juvenile terms, and they and that be might a- be it. That that may very well be it. But the you know the whole thing with the the family court saying, well, more charges are probably coming. It would seem like that they may be hinting toward that. This could be an adult murder case, and they they may go down that road. They, I mean, I mean, it would seem like if they can, that they, they would with how heinous this was. was but on, as of right now, they're not. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm in shock. All right. Hey, Alex, thanks very much for coming on. You got it. Thanks, John. Boy, is that, is, is that outrageous? So they hit 23 people. They, they kill one poor woman, who a disc jockey, uh, a radio DJ, Lisa Lopez Galvin. And uh, Taylor Swift has donated $100,000 to Galvin's family. She's the only one killed in the shooting, but uh, 22 other people got a bullet, and some of them were very seriously hurt. And, and all this for, for juvenile charges? That can't be. Missouri is not like California. It, it's not one of those cream puff states where anything goes. Uh, all right, we got a lot coming up. And when we return, I got $1,000 to give away. And then, oh, it's the last day? Yep. And it's the last day. All right. So uh, if you want $1,000 from us, better pay attention. Come up in a few minutes. Also, uh, we're going to give you the uh, the quick rundown on the Trump situation. Uh, a judge uh, issued the, the penalty. It's a civil penalty. Uh, Trump was up on uh, all kinds of business fraud charges. And uh, the judge said, you have to pay a lot of money. And uh, we'll we'll get into those details coming up. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, right, Trump thing. Um, short time ago, uh, the New the New York Judge Arthur and Gorham, Manhattan Supreme Court Justice, said that Trump has to pay more than three hundred fifty million dollars. And he and his sons can't run their business for the next three years. $350 million. Now, here's, I, I honestly, I honestly have not understood this case since it began. This was three months. They decided Trump committed fraud, and they decided now the penalty, $350 million. And I, I've, re- I've read through these stories many times over the last three months. And what they said is, is he inflated the value of his assets, all the properties and the office towers he owns, including Mar-a-Lago. 
uh, so that he would be worth more money. The properties would be worth more money and he would get really low interest rates. And those low interest rates saved the Trump organization hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, I, I have no doubt that he did this. I have no doubt that his estimates were inflated. And the reason for it was to get uh, better deals with uh, banks and insurance companies. Here's the part I don't understand. There's two parties to this. There's Trump on one side. There's the bank or the insurance company on the other side. And I'm not worth billions of dollars. But my wife and I have purchased several homes over the years. We've refinanced our mortgage. We've gotten plenty of insurance policies. And every time that we've bought a house or had to renegotiate a mortgage, some weasel comes over from the bank and inspects the property and inspects the house. And they determine the square footage and they eyeball the condition of the place and they do market comps to see if what we claim it's worth, it's really worth to see if we're really qualified to get the mortgage or get the uh, preferred interest rate. We've always had these guys come over. I remember one time we were doing a, we were doing a, um, well, we bought a new house is what it was. And then we wanted to do a, um, uh, re renegotiate the, uh, the, the, um, the mortgage rate. And it was right after the real estate collapse back in 2008. So we built a new house and then we wanted to renegotiate the mortgage rate, but all the banks were paranoid because of what happened. And it took us nine months to get the new mortgage rate, nine months. And we were sending over the same forms and answering the same questions over and over and over again. And guys would come to the house and you had to go through it, or you couldn't get the better interest rate. So I don't understand. The banks never complained about Trump goosing the value of his properties. The insurance companies never complained about it. He apparently paid all the money back on those mortgages and loans and insurance policies. So what's the crime? Who's the victim? Isn't it the bank and the insurance company's responsibility? I mean, Deborah, when you ever got a mortgage rate, didn't somebody come over to the house? Yes. Right. And sometimes they'd say, oh, we can't, we can't, you can't borrow this much money because the house isn't worth that much. And they have, they have a formula. And in all the coverage on this case, nobody's explained this. Like if you go to a bank and say, all right, let, let's say, just to use big round numbers so it's easy to understand. Let's say I have a million-dollar house, but I want to borrow $2 million. I want a $2 million mortgage. Well, they're not going to give me that. They're going to come to the house and say, this is only worth a million. So we'll give you a mortgage 80% uh, of a million. They're not going to give me $2 million, even though I ask. And I could say, well, you know, this is a 6,000-square-foot house. They come over and they go, no, it's a 3,000-square-foot house. Where do you get the other three? So 
What's weird is the banks didn't do that. The insurance companies didn't do that. And this is from 2011 to 2021, 10 years of him taking out loans and mortgages and insurance policies, 10 years inflating the assets every time. Nobody from the banks and nobody from the insurance company said, ah, oh, come on now, you're full of it. It's not worth that much. It's not that big. And then he pays it back anyway. The, uh, they they uh, claimed that the that Trump's triplex at Trump Tower, the place he lived in, was 30,000 square feet. That's what Trump said. It was 11,000 square feet. Well, how hard is it for the bank to send over an employee to measure it? How do you miss the other 20,000 square feet? And then his company used the phony figures to pump up the value of that triplex from, from 80 million to 327 million. Well, I mean, you could try to do that, but it would never occur to me that you could get away with that. Now, I realize what's going on here. I'm not an idiot. It, you know, his name was Trump, he was the king of New York. And the banks and the insurance companies really wanted to do business with, with him. That went on for decades. That's how he ended up with all those bankruptcies in Atlantic City, because the banks wanted to lend him a lot of money. And then when he couldn't pay back the loans, they had to lend him more. You know, like he was too, he became too big to fail. But as far as that being fraud, and he's got to pay $350 million? How how is the bank and the insurance company defrauded when they had every opportunity to check and never complained about it and got all their money back? And does this survive on appeal? Or am I missing something? I don't know. Uh, we come back. I'm going to give you details on our uh, Thursday show that we're going to do from Anaheim at the Honda Center. Uh, and... We're going to be down there with Todd Spitzer. It's to uh, major revision of Prop uh, 47. We've been talking about it all week. Also, uh, Carl DeMaio has some events so that you could sign the signatures to revise Prop 47. And he is going to be on next to tell us about those events that he's doing. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation presentation or advice see a plan for complete terms like many of us you might think identity theft will never happen to you but consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the u.s that's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of new york los angeles and chicago combined even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. Then after 4 o'clock, uh, we become a podcast that you could listen to uh, all night and all weekend. Anything that you miss, listen to the whole week's worth of shows. Very busy week. John Cobalt show on demand. All right. Uh, by the way, I am not crazy. I'm just going through the stories about the uh, about the Trump case. He's in order to pay $350 million. His defense was exactly what I said, which I knew, but I, you know, the his defense was that uh, this law was written in 1956 and had never been used. And it was written to, to go after fraud when there isn't a victim. And I don't see the point of that, but it was on the books. And it looks like Letitia James, the attorney general, who's crazy anti-Trump, they just searched every single law in New York State history and found this thing and and uh, got a friendly judge. This does look like a political hit. I don't care what you think about Trump. This, this, this really does look like... This looks like they're trying to destroy his business, so they destroy him as a candidate. You take a law that's never been used from 1956, claiming that it's fraud against an insurance a set of insurance companies that never complained against uh, banks who loaned him money and they never complained and they were fully paid back. And it was their responsibility and the insurance responsibility to see what the square footage was or what the value of the assets were. And they didn't care. That's the thing. They probably they probably knew that Trump was uh Inflating it, they didn't care. They figured Trump was good for the payback and that they'd make more money on the interest. All right, let's get Carl DeMaio on here. Carl is, uh, you know you know about our uh, Honda Center event on uh, Thursday to get signatures to uh, revise Prop 47 
dramatically. Well, Carl has a lot going on with uh, his organization. Welcome. How are you? John, thanks for having me on. Okay. Uh, Tell us what your organization is doing about this Prop 47 repeal and a few other things that you're involved with. Sure. So Reform California, you know, obviously we're, we're trying to lead the fight to recruit candidates, uh, back candidates, back ballot measures to take back our state from the insanity of the far left. And this uh, repeal of Prop 47 is so important because we have taken away with Prop 47 the ability to prosecute uh, and arrest, pr- uh, arrest and prosecute criminals. That's why we have a crime wave happening in California. While nationwide crime is down, in California, we're the opposite trend. Our crime is spiking. Property crime, violent crime, drug crimes, all of these crimes are increasing because Prop 47 literally legalizes all forms of crime that uh, used to be able to be dealt with, and it has has led to this situation. So we want to make crime illegal again in California, which is why we're back the repeal of several provisions of Prop 47 that have enabled and empowered criminals. And we need to get a million signatures to get this thing on the ballot. And uh, I know you guys are holding your event coming up next week, and that's at the Honda Center next week. I believe it's the 22nd of February. And right. then we're holding, we're holding about 30 events, uh, uh, one tonight in um, Palm Springs, Tomorrow in Carlsbad and San Clemente, the you know we're, we're everywhere uh, in Southern California collecting signatures for the repeal of Prop 47 and doing what we call barbecue beer and ballots. This is our uh, ballot harvesting program where we give people free barbecue, free beer, uh, limit you know uh, you know two two beers per person, okay, uh, and whatever you can handle. Uh, and of course, we go through our, our Reform California Plain English Voter Guide so that you know what you're actually voting on. Judge races, school board races, and most importantly, we give you a plain English description of the deceptive ballot measures. So you can get a full list of those events to join us at on the website reformcalifornia.org. That's reformcalifornia.org. These are free events. But you do have you do have to RSVP, and we will allow people to sign the petition to repeal Prop 47 at the events as well. Yeah, I'm just looking at the events. Uh, you got a long list of events between now and uh, Sunday, March 3rd, uh, and uh, like you said, Carlsbad, San Clemente, Julian, Borrego Springs, Fallbrook, Alpine, Lakeside. Let me see here: Ramona, San Diego, Poway, and Murrieta. And Escondido. So you're all over the place. This is good. So you get some barbecue, you get some beer, and uh, you get uh, you get ballots. Wow. Yeah, we're, we're trying to we're, we're trying to make voting fun, easy, and secure. And no one likes talking politics today, but everyone loves beer and barbecue, and everyone likes to make voting simple, right? So you can uh, strike up a conversation with your friends without saying the word Republican, Democrat, Trump, or Biden. And you can say, look, why don't you come to me, you can come with me to this free event, and uh, we'll, we'll learn what's on the ballot. We get to vote the way we want to vote, but at least we know what we're voting on. And we can sign a petition to crack down on the crime wave. You know what makes and, me crazy? Uh, so, is, is repealing Prop 47 should not be a political issue where we have to break into groups and labels. You have all the criminals and the crazy people running the streets. Nobody wants that. There's no- I totally agree, but apparently 
the Democrats want it because they refuse to reform Prop 47, even though they know, they know that criminals have thrived under this policy. And police officers, they are just so worn down because they know that no matter what happens, if they arrest someone, if they, if they detain someone, that Prop 47 means that that criminal is not going to get punished. Right. They are going to continue to reoffend. I live, I live on the west side of L.A. I know plenty of Democrats. Right? I have plenty of Democratic friends. I've always been an independent all my life. I never joined a party. I don't know anybody who's happy with the, 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 the crime wave and the homeless wave in Los Angeles. Everybody's unhappy with it. So what you're talking about is specifically Democratic legislators in Sacramento who don't care what people who, who vote for them care about. No, I, I, I agree. Uh, the, this is the hidden issue, I think, of, of, of California politics is border security and the crime wave. Both are linked together. And, of course, I believe that because we're a sanctuary state, we're, we're literally harboring and protecting criminals. Democrat voters and independent voters, when it comes to the issue of public safety, they agree with Republican voters. And, I, and, and, and John, for the life of me, I don't understand why more Republican candidates are not running on the issue of public safety and border security uh, because it's a supermajority issue. It's a 70 percent issue, for goodness sakes. If we can get the signatures on this Prop 47 repeal measure, uh, w w whether they go to your event next week on the 22nd at the Honda Center in the afternoon or they come to one of my barbecue events throughout Southern California, if we get this on the ballot, we're going to be able to give the tools back to police officers and, and prosecutors to keep us safe. I, I can't imagine there's anybody normal that doesn't want that. I think everybody normal wants the police and prosecutors to be able to put the criminals in jail. I just have to run into a person who embraces this stuff. And I, I just I, I can't believe that the legislature gets away with this for 10 freaking years. But I think it's hitting yeah. a tipping point this year. All right. Very good. Thank you, Carl, for coming on. Thanks, John. All right. And that's Carl DeMaio. And uh, Reform California is the name of his organization. You can look up on the Internet. And if you live uh, in, in the San Diego County general area. He really does have about 20 events coming up between now and March the 3rd. And it is about uh, giving you free barbecue, some free beer, and, uh, and uh, telling you exactly what's on the ballots. And you could fill out your ballots in advance before primary election day in March. And this, if, look, I'm just trying to appeal to the normal people. I'm not interested in hearing any more of these partisan political debates. They're, they're annoying. Just vote for putting the criminals in jail. That's a good thing. Getting the vagrants off the streets. That's a good thing. Let's just focus on those two because day-to-day uh, -day life is tough in, in, in a lot of neighborhoods. Uh, uh, good neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods, all kinds. And it, it doesn't have to be this way. This was, this was self-inflicted. Uh, people were deceived 10 years ago with Prop 47, and we can fix that. And just quickly, our show is going to broadcast from the Honda Center, Lot 4, in the parking lot on Thursday from 1 to 4 in Anaheim. Thursday, 1 to 4, there'll be, uh, there'll be petitions available for you to sign between 1 and 6. We're going to have petitions for all the counties, L.A., Orange County, Riverside, San Bernardino, Ventura, San Diego, to go to the Honda Center, make sure you enter from Ball Road. We'll tell you more as the week goes on. But it's Thursday from 1 to 4 at the Honda Center, live on the air. We want you to come 
uh, and see us, and more importantly, come and, and sign the damn petition. And we, we, we could end this nonsense by the end of the year. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 2 o'clock, you notice there's uh, a lot of energy to repeal Prop 47. We're going to have our show at the Honda Center next Thursday in the parking lot. And you, you just heard Carl DeMaio down in the San Diego area. He has about 20 events. So you could sign the uh, Prop uh, 47 uh, revision referendum. And there's there, it, this is so much in the news, and they're getting so many signatures so fast that uh, those dirtbags in Sacramento that created this situation uh, have, have a new bill. They've entitled uh, the, the uh, uh, well, let me see if it's the official title. It's being headlined as the Theft Reduction Act. Now, I immediately got suspicious uh, why Sacramento is suddenly on this day when we're in the midst of a massive signature drive to repeal 47. On this day, they have decided to attack retail theft. Well, Blake Trolley is covering this story, and he's going to explain it to us for KFI News coming up after 2. Uh, have you ever um, wondered what month you're going to die in? I I haven't wondered what month. I wonder what's going to be the cause of my death. Well, do you know statistically you're more likely to die in the wintertime than any other time of year? Is it just because of depression? I mean, is that suicide? Well, I have a theory. Okay, well, let me set this up, and I'll tell you my theory. Okay. So I'm, 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 Washington Post had this story that caught my attention. In what month are you most likely to die? And it, it turns out that uh, it's, it's because it was spurred by one reader, uh, a woman named Lori in Silver Springs, Maryland. She wrote to a writer at the Washington Post, Andrew Van Dam, and asked Van Dam that there seems to be noticeably more celebrity deaths and obituary notices and deaths of my family members and friends in November, December, and January. That's what this one woman noticed about life. And does the data back it up? And it, and it does. Uh, January is the deadliest month in America. They looked at research going back to 1999. So you got to go 25 years here. Uh, February, March is second and third. December, is fourth. So all four main winter months are the top four months you're most likely to die. Okay. Now, I think, because apparently the numbers really start ramping up Christmas week, mm -hmm. and 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 the worst day is, is New Year's Day, and I'm thinking that's uh, because you're stuck with your family <laughs> for several weeks. So your family gives you a heart attack? Uh, yes, <laughs> that's exactly. The, the stress and the tension mm -hmm. of being with a bunch of crazy people who, uh, who spend the whole week uh, arguing and drinking, people start saying, you know, I, I can't take this. But what about the people that don't have families and still die? They die of loneliness. Okay. Oh, okay. Either way, you're... <laughs> right. <laughs> now, I also think some people die around New Year's because it's a new year, and, and you start, you know, people get reflective and nostalgic, and you start thinking, oh, my God, another one of these years? <laughs> Again? Again, I've got to go through this. You don't think it's because they party too hard on New Year's and they die on New Year's? <laughs> that I think that has something to do with it. But while you're partying, I mean, you're trying to trying to numb yourself. Um, so 20% more people die in January than in August. Well, August, you know, it's the end of summer. And people relax. Exactly. You're on vacation. You're at the beach. 
yeah, your all your extended family. Or, they're, they're all gone. They're, they're on all, vacation. They're on vacation. Yeah. No, I think I think family kills you. That's, I, don't, that's, I don't know if I subscribe to your theory. <laughs> you don't think so? I don't. I mean, family, yes, it can be annoying. Sure. Well, but, yeah, but if they come and you're spending two weeks with them, I think that's enough to put you on. Another thing is people tend to die in colder weather because your body is is not as uh, is not as resilient in colder weather, mm, especially okay. as you get into middle age. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it says here it says like heart disease, respiratory infections. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stress on your blood vessels when it's cold. They narrow. Right. And if you start exerting yourself in cold weather, like back east, guys were dropping dead all the time from shoveling snow. Like, you never lived back east, did no. you? No. Oh, that was the biggest warning in the world. Anybody over 50, uh, the, their wives and kids would yell, no, you can't shovel snow, Dad. You're going to drop dead of a heart attack. What? And some guys would. Oh, wow. Of course, some guys would grab the shovel early and head out there. <laughs> my chance. So uh, their exit bag, because yes, it was, <laughs> and and they, I, I mean, I just, rem I just remember, uh, whenever there was a snowstorm, there was news the next day, in the papers and on TV about guys falling over dead, freezing, uh, as temperatures drop, the blood vessels contract, and as they narrow, your heart starts to work harder, your heart rate rises, your blood pressure rises, clots become more likely, so you know if. If you don't have a good, clean system to begin with, like if you're all uh, placked up, uh -huh. uh, then, yeah, that's the moment you go down. And when you're stuck in, in your home in the winter months where there's snow and it's freezing and you don't want to go out and you're arguing with your spouse, maybe your, you know, your blood pressure goes up. And you know. Well, yeah, your immune system is compromised. Mm -hmm. And then it's more likely you get the flu mm. or... or you know, some other respiratory disease because, you know, the cold spread indoors during right. the winter. Right. So. But I was talking about, you know, the anger that you get and the stress of oh, know, yeah. being cooped up with somebody. and Yeah. It would, and you're, you're all inflamed. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I think, yeah, being cooped up with somebody. <laughs> if it's the wrong somebody. If it's the wrong somebody. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get Blake Trolley on uh, from KFI News. So they suddenly have a bill to address retail theft in California. The Democrats have a bill. Uh, it's the Select Committee on Reta Retail Theft. And uh, I'm, I'm just highly suspicious, but uh, we'll see. Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.